She's a best-selling author and life coach, obsessed with helping women to silence their insecurities, build healthy boundaries, and fearlessly pursue the life and career of their dreams. Join her as she provides you with strategies and real-life tips to create your best life. Welcome to Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera-Dannert, known as the Fearless Living Coach. And today we have another amazing co-author of the newly released What is Fearless Living Anthology. So without further ado, let's welcome her in. Hey, how are you? Good. How are you? Good. Thank you. So let's get started. Tell us your name and a little bit about yourself. Okay, everyone, my name is Alfreda Jackson, and I am definitely a newly co-author of Fearless Living, and I am definitely uh, enjoying it so far. Uh, When Marianne approached me to become a co-author, I was a little leery, but then I said, you know what, Alfreda, you can do this. You have a story you can tell, and I'm so grateful I did share my story. Awesome. So the title of our book is What is Fearless Living? What would you say are some reasons people are not living a fearless life? Uh, some of the reasons, that is a good question. Some of the reasons that people aren't doing this is because they're not really taking a, a internal, say, uh, survey of themselves. Uh, mm-hmm. Sometimes you just go day to day, just, you know, going out about our business. But sometimes you have to sit down and really take a look at uh, why are you doing what you're doing? Mm-hmm. And basically, my thing is to try to keep the stay focused is to always have prayer, write in my prayer journal and uh, continue to line up my day as, as if I want God to lead me and what I'm going to do that day. So you just definitely mentioned some great tips. Um, so how do you, what's, what are some of the habits that you have to ensure that you have a positive, healthy mindset? Uh, the first thing is definitely I get up and I um, meditate. I make sure I um, read my scripture and I write in my journal. I write in one journal for uh, attitude of gratitude journal, which I love to do. So I try to set my goals and uh, things that I want to accomplish for within the four years, five years, even within that day. And then secondly, I read uh, the book called Law of Attraction. And I try to make sure I line up my um, my own energy with other folks' energy by being positive and always, you know, being in a positive mood. Because sometimes people can feel your energy and they can feel your spirit. A lot of times I've been said, you know, oh, you got such a warm spirit about you is because you have to make sure you, you know, emulate that when you walk out the door and you come and encounter anyone because even a, a smile or just being nice or saying good morning, it does go a long ways. Yeah, that is so true. That's so true. Can you tell us a little bit about an event that happened in your life that caused you to pause, reflect and shift your mindset? Uh, yes. As a matter of fact, when I attend the uh, Walker's Legacy and I met a bunch of beautiful ladies there and it was in regards to a bunch of entrepreneurs and I said, someday I want to become an entrepreneur. So I was so glad I attended that event. And I said to myself, well, you know what, this is a perfect opportunity to network with a bunch of ladies who are doing the same thing, same mindset I'm doing. And so it was so great to meet uh, Marianne, of course. And then she gave me her book. I bought the book. And immediately that Sunday, I came home and I said, you know, after church, I said, I'm going to read this book. I said, once I read the book, I was like, you know what, this is awesome because it was a lot of things in it I was experiencing myself. I said, this is good to see that this was on paper and uh, in a book form where ladies were going to through the same thing I was going through. Okay. And uh, now that, you know, it's history. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say has had the most influence in your life? And what were some of the characteristics or traits of the individual that makes them influential? 
I'm going to say definitely my mother, Julia Lawson. She's a big influencer of mine. Uh, her, my grandmother, uh, both of my grandparents are deceased. Grandmothers are deceased. And I'm going to say also my pastor who's deceased, but now I have a new pastor as well. But a lot of, I surround myself with people who are like-minded, especially you have to have that spiritual you know, growth. And I need that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say definitely those were. What are some of the traits that these individuals had? Uh, definitely my mom. She's always been... Uh, a leader. And I've seen her uh, emulate that at the old church uh, at New Bethel. She used to always, you know, uh, be the woman's day chairperson, or she was the president of the uh, uh, pastor's aid committee. And I was a part of that organization as well. And then also she always uh, was an entrepreneur herself years ago. And then she became, then she retired from that. And then she went into working in the school. So she's always had that great leadership. Mm. And I, I love that about my mother. She's very, very uh, influential mm. in my life. I love them. What motivates you to get out of bed every morning? What drives you? Uh, definitely to get up and uh, go to work and just, you know, get get things done, get things taken care of. I've never been a person to uh, sit back and sit still. Even during the pandemic, when I first started my job where I am currently now, mm-hmm. I they said, well, you know, after that, you got to work from home, Alfredo. I'm like, work from home? What's that? <laughs> you know, because I've never done that. I've always, yeah. you know, been get up and go. So that definitely motivates me to get up and go and uh, get going. And that starts my day off. So, yeah. Was it a big adjustment for you to work from home since you've never done it before? Huge. <laughs> Huge adjustment. Because mm-hmm. uh, the CEO of um, Greater Retro's Association of Realtors, who I currently work for, and so as soon as he said, well, Alfredi, uh, how would you feel about working from home? I'm like, what is that? Because <laughs> I've never, you know, worked remote before. So once I got used to it after the six months, and once the six months was over, he says, well, a few of you can go back to the office and uh, start working in the office again, you know, wear your mask, you know, be, you know, social distance and what have you. And so we are. And I was like the first one that raised my hands like, yes, I can't wait to get out of this. <laughs> but, you know, here it is. I, I love it, but I do not like it, like working from remote no, whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting because there's a lot of research and there are people who absolutely love it. Yes. There are people who absolutely hate it. And then there's a small group in the middle. <laughs> yes. And I'm like definitely ones who don't like it because my aunt is yeah. always teasing me about that. So have you got an opportunity to do a remote again? I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> no, no, thank you. No, thank you. <laughs> yeah. If you can go back in time and give your 18-year-old self some advice, what would advice, what would that advice be? Oh my goodness. There'd be several things. If I could go back when I was 18, I think uh, at that time, I wish I would have finished school, finished um, getting my college degree then. But then again, I'm certainly glad I waited until after I was an adult learner because I did much better. I did attend, you know, when I was 18, but I wasn't really focused. But I definitely, when I got, became an adult learner, it made all sense. And it was easier for me to write the papers because I had so much I put into the papers because, you know, you have you live, so you, you experience things. So it's easier to write the papers, but definitely I would wanted to, uh, got my degree earlier, but thank God I did get it. So that's awesome. And that's the most important thing that even though it didn't happen when yes. you thought it should have happened, it still happened. So that's right. awesome. Yeah. Right. If you could yeah. have coffee or drink with a historical figure or, you know, someone that's well-known, who would that person be? And what would that conversation be like? Oh, my God. It'd probably be with a couple of people. I know one person, uh, two people I want to have is Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Jr. and his uh, his beautiful wife, Coretta. 
And also, I would want to uh, at least have a conversation with uh, Malcolm X as well, and to learn more. Even though they put their, you know, all their energy and their information in a book and uh, movies and what have you, but I would just like to hear a more personal, intimate conversation with them to see why they did what they did when they did it. So those are the three people I'd like to have a conversation yeah, with. Yeah, I think could. Yeah, I think that definitely that personal, you know, conversation yes. will be way different yes. than reading it in a book because it's Correct. their own words. Yeah. Correct. That's awesome. Do you feel you have had your I've made a moment? And if you have not, what would that moment look like? And if you have, what was that moment? Um a moment that I really think I um I would say a moment of trying to grasp the uh, idea of um, becoming myself. Mm. After I was divorced, what have you, I um, kind of lost myself there for a little while. But once I became, once I got divorced and got start moving in the right direction I wanted to go in, then I said to myself, okay, you know, Alfreda, you got to, you know, put your foot in front of the other and get yourself set up to do things on your own. And it took a while because you're used to doing everything with your husband or your spouse. So it's like, okay, now I'm by myself. I have to make sure I put everything in line for me. Yeah. And it took a long time to get to that point, but now it's like, it's, it's easy peasy now. So that's awesome. And we'll definitely, we'll be having a different conversation so we can dive a little deeper into that. And yes. what the healing look like. Yes. What would be a movie or a show that you will recommend and why? Movie or show. That's an interesting question. Let's see. What have I watched lately? That was really good. I'm going to say the last one that I really loved was uh, Best Man, the um, final chapter. That was really good. I really enjoyed that because after watching the, the first one and the second one, the final chapter really brought home everything and how they got to the point where they are now. And, um, you know, how they everything, you know, kind of transpired out and how they really are doing now. And it was more relevant than it is back then, because back then, I think we we're just starting to meet each other, trying to grow and figure out where they're going. But this one really hit home because now it was more to what we're dealing with now in today's society. So I really enjoyed that one. So the title of our anthology project is called What is Fearless Living? How are you living a fearless life? How am I living a fearless life? That's a good question. Um, I am living a fearless life by always continuing to read my scriptures and to line myself with whatever God's uh, plan and purpose is for my life. Keep an open mind, always staying focused and staying positive. That's number one. And uh, don't take things so personal and so serious because sometimes people can uh, uh, address you with certain things and you may not like, or they may not like, like you, what have you, but it's like, it's not that serious because a lot of times people are dealing with so many mental health issues and what have you, and you just have to just say, okay, Lord, let that be and then keep it moving, so. Definitely. That's very good. What are you looking forward to in 2023? Uh, Co-authoring another book <laughs> and a few other things is uh, travel more and uh, trying to uh, line myself up into uh, getting more information and becoming uh, hopefully very soon a, a successful entrepreneur. Definitely. I love that. I love that. So as we get ready to wrap up, what is a fearless tip? Just one that you can provide to our viewers and our listeners for them to start living a fearless life? 
Uh, one tip I can say for the viewers to uh, to always uh, keep a journal or either read if you're if you're not into reading your uh, scripture, what have you, always keep a journal of um, of your daily activities and your goals and your aspirations, and always create a vision board because a vision board can kind of help guide you to what where you want to be in three years, five years, or even twenty years, and you can look back and say, okay, I've achieved that goal. I love that. I love that. And where can our viewers and our listeners connect with you and learn more about you? I uh, can definitely connect with me on Facebook because everybody knows me on Facebook as my first and my last name. Or you can also reach out to me to my email address, which is my last name, Jackson, first name, Alfreda at gmail.com. Awesome. I'll make sure that I have that information in our show notes. Thank and you thank very much for being with us here today. I certainly appreciate the opportunity, Marianne. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays. I hope the conversation with Alfreda was inspiring and motivating. So make sure that you connect with her on Facebook or you can send her an email. As always, remember, you are fearless, you are fabulous, you are a priority, and you matter. Until next time. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. Don't forget to leave a comment, be sure to share, and subscribe so together we can continue to change lives. I'll see you on Facebook at the Fearless Living Coach page. Until next time. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.